0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Support for armchair comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. I know a lot of you guys, you may have Manscaped in the past or you Manscaped now, you know, Sometimes you gotta be very cautious, and a lot of times you gotta, you know, you may have a, an accent here or there. It happens. That's why Manscaped has this electric trimmer. It's redesigned. It's called a or Two O. It's got Skin State technology. It's very delicate on you when you are shaving. I mean, it's just it's very very heavenly. I mean, accents have become things of the past, and they got this crop preserver. It's basically ball deodorant and moisturizer. So after you shave, you know, you, you gotta, you know. Just like, you know, just like we do on your, on your, um, on your face, you got to do down below as well. And of course, they think other neat, uh, tools with the, uh, with the package as well. So go to manscaped.com, use the promo code armchair and get 20% off and you free. And get your shipping's free. And on top of that, I mean, who knows if you know somebody that's, you know, it's maybe they're, um, they're still in the dang scene or, or a player. Or whatnot, or maybe, you know, maybe if you're a female and maybe your man does this, hey, you're saving them. You're taking care of them. Or, you know, maybe you have a male relative that doesn't. I mean, either way, this is a great gift. So go to manscaped.com, use a promo code armchair, and get get your discount, guys and girls. Check it out. Welcome in, guys, to another happy Monday do you guys. I'm sorry. I got a, took a took a uh, just had a call come in. That's one of the things when you podcast on your phone is you get phone calls sometimes. And yeah, this one wasn't wasn't an important one. I wanted to record this morning, but there was an accident. Well, actually, it wasn't so much that a tree fell down. And on top of that, I noticed I was getting a lot of feedback while driving, and I'm not sure if it's the the vents you know, my car, and I've done everything I can to, to, uh, take care of that, but I mean, it's, I think it's just a, a case of just me driving, and so I've decided to, um, you know, record differently, I'm in the parking garage, and not much really, really is going on, it's lunch, lunch here, and, and of course, people are looking around, I'm not sure why, but Whatever. Hope you guys had a good weekend. We obviously, if you're a Pittsburgh fan, for especially for football, it, this was a great weekend. And of course, I know a lot of you, are, I'm sure, are loading up. We're loading up on candy from Halloween. So I'm sure your kids went out. Excuse me, that's my water. My kids made it simple this year for me. They just want to scary masks, and you know what? That was good enough for me. I um. Went to the store, got three scary scary masks, and they kind of all matched. There were three different colors. They all looked the same but different colors. They put them on and then they went and got their candy. You can't go wrong with that. You know. We went to you know, we, we live in an apartment complex, so we had to go. We went to a neighborhood, parked. It was maybe like 60, it wasn't the weather wasn't too bad, it was 60 degrees. Which is kind of cool by Houston standards. But for me, it wasn't bad at all. I could have cared less. And basically, it's, for me, it's just freaking hoodie weather. And I'm sure, you know, my kids, obviously, it was hoodie weather for them. They didn't care. I mean, they're, I mean you're not trick-or-treating. You're, you're moving around. You're walking. So you're going to be you get some warmth. But we hit some houses. And, of course, you know, they gave us, you know, they gave the kids a you – know, it used to be you got one treat – Per house now, you know some houses if they don't get a lot of trick or treaters, they'll just give you a bunch of candy per house, and it's you know it, it's like you're you're getting the same volume as you did when you, you know when I was a kid. I mean, when I, when I was a kid, we would be at, we would be at trick or treating almost ten o'clock at night. We'd leave you know at seven thirty, I think, and everybody would to almost ten ten p.m. trick or you know, it was a long freaking process. I mean, there was a lot of, lot, I mean, a lot of houses we had to hit, and there were several hu- houses that were every year, there, there was there was one block, we knew we had to hit because they would give you the king size, like Kit Kats and king size Hershey's, so we always made sure that we we, we knew which neighbor which spots to hit, we knew that this, you know, if you go here, you're gonna get money, if you go here, you get some drinks, and if you go, um you know, the, this one block, you got king size candy bars. Uh, my mom and dad lived, you know, they live on a main main drag, so they they were lucky if they would get ten trick or treaters, and you know my, you know we would get like these uh, two big ca- two cases of a little these mini corduroy tees. So we we would ha- so my mom and dad they would hand out uh, to each trick or treater some corduroy tees, some mini ones, and some little bags of chips is what they would do. And you know, but towards it towards the night you're lucky if you get a you know they would get so little that they would just. Just say, "Hey, take as much as you want. The hell with it." But I mean, that, you know, that was good. I mean, I mean, my kids got some good stuff. I mean, they got they got the hundred gram bars, which I forgot about. And now my oldest child is nagging me for hundred gram candy bars now because they were so good. Because you know, they got the rice crispy, you know, and the uh, chocolate and the uh, caramel in the middle. Man, it's good stuff. But you know, I mean, anything with peanuts, said they gave them to me. I don't even. I'm to be honest with you, I don't have. I don't think they really have a peanut allergy. But just to be be cautious, they give them to me. So whether it's Baby Roos, Reese's peanut butter cups, Snickers, Butterfingers, I'll eat it. Or you know, Heath bars. I, I love Heath bars because they have the um, it's that toffee with like the ro- roasted peanuts or the almonds. I mean, it's just freaking delicious. I mean. Yeah, I'm talking about Halloween candy. But as far as dinner went, I mean, you know, we had leftover pizza, and I figured, you know what, they're not really going to eat much dinner anyway because they're going to eat, eat all their damn candy, so, there, that you know, there, there's that one. But anyways, guys, Pitt football took on Georgia Tech on, on Saturday, and it was pretty much a very lethargic game. The thing, I mean, the thing about these games, watching Pitt win, if you leave the room or if you leave Hines, it's almost like you have to do the walk of shame because you just feel dirty after they win. And this is one of those games where it was just like that. Pitt was up to, by 10 a half. They probably should have been up by more if, if it wasn't for the turnovers. They should have probably taken off Georgia Tech out early but they kept them in the game as much as they could, mainly because of the, the offense. The offense, for some reason, in this second half of the season, has taken a, some steps back. We thought we saw some things with after Duke, but then the Miami game happened, and it's just gone progressively worse since then. I mean, it looked good in the first half. I mean, m- minus the bad turnovers. I mean, the, the one wasn't Kenny Pickett's fault. It went through the t- hands of the tight end. And now you know the tight ends have become a pretty much a liability at this point. But we're getting contributions from Taysir Mack, Maurice French, Shockey Jockey had a touchdown, his first. You know, we're always gonna get um contributions from those guys. Running back, you know, we have Vincent Davis haven't had a nice run, big touchdown run. I mean, the running game has shown wrinkles here and there. It's getting there. I mean, it's obviously not going to be what it was last year when we had two 1,000 yard rushers. But the passing game has just gone. Letho- I don't know what it is. It's just going backwards. I mean, Maurice French had, had called him passes last week, and he had 71 yards receiving, and that just doesn't add up to me. And if you if you look at the you know if you look at his catches in that game, I mean, it's just a lot of short passes. And that's probably why Miami was able to beat us last week because we throw a lot of short passes and teams can pounce on that. If you're just going to dink and dunk, teams are going to. You know, if you have a good defense, teams are going to creep up on this and catch on to it because they're they're realizing you guys can't throw it downfield. Not sure why. If anything, it's probably because Mark Whipple doesn't trust his quarterback, or maybe Narduzzi doesn't trust the quarterback and figures, hey. We'll go short passes, minimize losses. We'll minimize the losses, and minimize the turnovers, and you know, score. Try score points if we can, and if not, rely on our on our defense. Because you know we're very we're very reliant on our defense. I mean, second 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 half of that game, we only scored three points, and we're lucky Georgia Tech only scored only three because they were marching for a touchdown. And lucky for us, we forced a fumble. We almost ran it back for a touchdown, and we—I think when I think—and of course, the next sequence on that on that drive was horrible, and we had to sell for a field goal. And we did have a missed field goal as well, but I don't really blame you know Alex Kess. I don't blame Kessman for that. I mean, I blame the offense for the sh- for how the shitty they're doing. They went. They totally went freaking backwards. Although let me see, I think they I I think that led to a missed field goal. Let me see. No, the fumble did lead to a field goal. So I was double checking on that, but we did but we did drive and of course then yeah, we missed the field goal and it's just um I don't know what the hell it is guys. I mean All I can say is we're all I can really say is that we're lucky that um Georgia Tech is worse than us, and of course their quarterback sucks worse. I mean, they're not a bad, they're not a totally bad team. They're trying every every game. I think in a few years, Tech is gonna, Georgia Tech to be really good if they once it, you know once this coach can get some more players in and then get his system, and I think they'll be really good. But Pitt, you know, is odd next Saturday, and, and and you know, coming up they got North Carolina coming up. In fact, it's a Thursday night game at uh, eight PM, or maybe it's seven. I think it may, I think it may be seven Central. Yeah, seven Central, eight o'clock at night. And North Carolina, we'll get into that here in a minute. They you know they obviously lost uh, the Virginia, so Virginia pretty much has sole control of the coastal. Pitts gonna Pitts got the one on. Hope they you know hope. Um, Virginia loses one more game, but I don't see it happening. Although Virginia Tech is starting to play a little better, and that could be a tough game. But if you look at Pitt's last three games, they're at home against North Carolina, which is always a tough game. Then after that, they got Virginia Tech out on the road at Blacksburg. And then they finish up at home against Boston College. And Boston College... Their offense has been scoring a lot of points. I mean, I know it, I know with Syracuse they play, but they still before that, they were scoring a lot of points. Their defense isn't good, and they have a really good running back in AJ Dillon. Um, Tech is coming on. But I don't know about this because Tech barely lost another name. And I'm not sure if it's because their name just is mediocre. I mean, last week Notre Dame got destroyed by Michigan, 45-14, So I'm not sure if it's because Virginia Tech is getting better, or maybe just Notre Dame is just really mediocre this year. Because I thought Notre Dame was going to be the was was a serious contender for the playoff this year, and it's just not looking like that for them. They, I mean, they just after that Georgia loss. I mean, the, the Michigan loss pretty much, I guess, it killed them because they look they didn't look all that good against Virginia Tech. But as we look at the rest of the ACC for that, you know, for that weekend. We got Wake Forest knocking off NC State, which I was surprised but Totally surprised by, but I thought Wake was going to have injuries at a quarterback. But I guess their, their starter took the helms and beat the crap out of um, NC State. Boston College beat Syracuse 58-27. So Syracuse... Was supposed to challenge Clemson this year for the <laughs> for the Atlantic. Doesn't look like that's happening. I have to laugh at that because that's funny. I don't know. The only thing Syracuse can do now is probably maybe see if the 2-3 zone works on defense. I don't know. Uh yeah, tech lost to Notre Dame. They had to they had to lead late and Notre Dame had a game-winning drive. Might be a Florida State and a Laffer. Clemson knocked off knocked off 59-14. And Virginia knocked off North Carolina in thirty thirty one. That game was a shootout. Bryce Perkins had a hell of a game, and it looks like that uh, you know Virginia's starting to find its offense. And if that's the case, I mean that doesn't bode well, for, you know, for the rest of. I mean, their schedule right now is they got Georgia Tech next week, then they play Liberty, and then they got Virginia. The close. Um, no, wait a second. They play Georgia Tech next week. They got Liberty, and they close out the season with Virginia Tech. So. Uh, on paper, Virginia should win out, although they have a hard time being Virginia Tech. And this is Bud Foster's last game. I'm sure they're going to send Bud Foster off with a nice little parting gift. It'll, prob- it'll probably be a win over the rival. But um, Florida State fired Willie Taggart. And the guy, like, the guy didn't have much. He Actually, he had much of anything. I mean, he basically had a season and a half, and it was a disaster. I mean, you know, things seem to level off with Jim O. Fisher, but Jim o. Fisher had some personal issues, and you thought that maybe, you know, he, you know, obviously he needed a fresh start, so AM and offered him a whole bunch of money, but, you know, Wade Taggart, out of all these buyouts, he's going to get $17 million, so Willie doesn't really have to coach anymore. He can just take that money and go live on easy street, go, go get a job as an analyst or something. Who knows? But... Yeah, I mean, given the results, I'm not surprised that they're firing Willie Taggart because Florida State's really trending way backwards. And, you know, their, their donors and whatnot aren't going to stand for this. And on top of that, the athletic director that hired Willie Taggart is no longer at Florida State. So he has a new boss, and of course... He's not the he's not the he's probably not the, the guy he's probably not the person that the new boss wants, and so you see what happens there, right? You can you got you got a chance to fire him. It's like what happened with Kevin Stallings. Um, Scott Barnes hired him. Scott Barnes left. He had a really shitty season where he didn't win a single ACC game. Heather like is the AD then, and Heather realizes, hey, you know this isn't my person, and of course. I have an out now. They go get rid of get rid of this guy because the team sucks really bad. And this is pretty much what's happened with Forest State. Like any like any place you work at, you get a new boss if you're if you're someone that the boss really doesn't want, they want somebody else they prefer. And if you're not really, you know, things aren't really up up to their expectations, then you're ready. To. So I'm seeing with I'm seeing that Lane Kiffin's being, you know, his name's floating around, and he's very interested in the Florida State job. And hey, you know, I can I can I can I can deal with Lane Kiffin in the ACC. I think it'd be fun. I'm just not sure how he's going to be. I think maybe I think maybe Conference USA should be more of his speed because he's actually winning games. I don't know, unless he's learned a lot from his stints at USC and Tennessee. Well, Tennessee, he bolted probably after a season, and in USC, I'm not sure he just he just butchered that really bad. I mean, he had a really uh, he had a, he had a team that was a favorite for the uh, be, you know national title, and he just totally grossly mismanaged them. And on top of that, he he had, you know he had to replace Matt Barkley, and then when he did, he had some really good really good player you know players, and he. He butchered that offense as well. And I'm guessing maybe he learned some stuff under Nick Saban. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. And somebody's blasting Jenny from the block through the parking garage. I know that's someone to hear it. It has that melody and everything. Don't be fooled by the rocks that I got. I'm still, I'm still Jenny from the block. <laughs> Alright guys. A lot of stuff here. Let's get the rest of the college football weekend. It was a pretty boring one for the most part. West Virginia beat, you know, they lost to Baylor 17 14. That was a Thursday night game. Michigan hammered Maryland 30 7. Their Dame won. Georgia beat Florida, which surprised the hell out of me because I thought Florida would win this one at home. They've had a game for knocking off these opponents. But, I mean, Georgia had a bye week, and I guess they got their act together. And, well, there was that. Kansas State beat Kansas 3 to 10. Utah beat Washington 3-28. And you know Utah was a minus three in this game and they were playing with a new quarterback. They barely won that one. Auburn barely beats Old Miss. I thought they would cover their spread and I don't know what's going on with Auburn. Cincinnati beats East Carolina 46-43 in a shootout. The Pudding Express SMU Memphis I watched this game. Memphis wins 50 54 48 SMU was a plus five and a half or plus six, depending on what you bet. I think at kickoff, they were a plus six. And, I mean, if you got them at plus five and a half, I'm probably sure you're pissed off. Oregon destroys USC. Boise State knocked off. San Jose State it was fifty two forty two. That's pretty much your college football weekend in general. I mean, if you're a Steelers fan, they knocked off the Colts. They're, four, they're four at 4-4 four now. They're, they're not going to catch the Ravens. Ravens beat the, the Patriots last night, and I, 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 took a, I took a small money line bet on them, and I wasn't surprised by the uh, outcome. This is the type of game that New England loses, because they have. if, if anything, they have a feeling that they're going to face them in the playoffs. So really for them, they got, ga- they got game film on Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, and they know what they're going to do now. So when the playoffs come, come about, there's going to be some different things happening. I mean, Lamar Jackson's having a hell of a season. I mean, I watched him last night. I was really impressed with what he did. I mean, I'm sure people are going to look at the stats, but he... I mean, obviously, he, he didn't have three thousand three hundred yards passing, but he made some really big completions. I mean, he made really good reads. And on top of that, I mean, he runs... I mean. I mean, he's only going to get better. I mean, one thing I will say about him is, is, is he throws the ball pretty low. He had a lot of passes batted down. And, if you're, I mean, if you're going to beat Lamar Jackson, you're going to have to keep him contained in the pocket and, of course, crowd him. Because he he, it seems like he he throws the ball kind of like on a line drive. He needs to get some more air on some of his passes. But whatever he's doing, he's making it work. And, you know, if you're a Ravens fan, you can't complain about that at all. I mean, it could be worse. you could, ba- could be Baker Mayfield. I mean, the guy was one of the top 100 players. He had a lot of hype coming in this year, and that's the thing with these, a lot of these quarterbacks is, you know, they may have good first years, but the second year is different because teams now got a lot of game film on you, and they can prepare for you. And I don't know if he, he's just there in headlights. But Lamar Jackson's obviously... Benefiting a lot, as far as Baker, he just seems he's. It's almost like he's become Ryan Leaf. When Ryan Leaf, I mean, if anything, I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe if Ryan Leaf gives him a call, because he's starting to have the same issues that Ryan Leaf had. When when things went when things got bad for Ryan Leaf, is when his attitude shifted and he became more of a prick to the media. And of course, his life really went down, went downhill. And now, if you see Ryan Leaf now, he's he's a lot better. People rag on him for being a, a quarterback bust, and he's like, "Yeah, I know, I I sucked." I mean, he's now an analyst, and he's, you know, he got he was had some drug problems, and now he's he's a lot much more in a better place than when, when he once was. But I wouldn't be surprised maybe if Ryan Leaf gives Baker a call because. What we're seeing in Baker is what we're seeing in Ryan Leaf. I'm not saying that Baker's going to start doing drugs, but he's gonna if he keeps us up, he's going to flame himself out of the league because nobody's going to want to work with him. I mean, Mitch Trubisky, I mean, he had a lot of, you know, he had a lot of uh, potential, and now he's just, he's really skated backwards. I mean, you know, Derek Carr's still doing his thing. I mean, he's put up numbers. Deshaun Watson's having a hell of a, you know, he's playing really well. He's having a hell of a, you know, hell of a time with the Texans. And, you know, as much as I would love to see Tom Savage play, Tom obviously had was given an opportunity and he just, you know, he didn't, you know, he didn't capitalize off of it. I mean, they had to put Deshaun Watson in. I mean, Deshaun obviously looked, already looked like, like he was a pro. I mean, as far as Savage goes. He had a concussion in the preseason. I'm thinking probably his NFL career is over as well. But anyways, guys, let's talk. Let's talk some NBA. With NBA here, the NHL here, and of course, we got the NFL and college games. There's plenty to bet with you guys if you go to my bookie. They got a mobile site, easy to use. You can place live bets even when you miss your bet. And we have the promo code CHAIR that activates your first deposit off, first deposit bonus. Put it 100 in, get 100 back, and if you want to reload, reload. Sometimes you have to do that. And of course, you know, all kind of props you can bet on as well. Site's easy to use, got good reviews. So go to mybookie.ag and uh, use the promo code CHAIR. Activate your, activate your deposit bonus. All right. As we get to the NBA now, I mean, so far early on, look at the teams. I mean, in the West, obviously, Golden State has really sunk. And on top of that, I mean Clay's out for one thing, but now Steph is out. So basically basically it's just um it's Russ, it's it's Russell and Draymond Green. There's nobody else on that team really. <clears throat> Excuse me. The Clippers are winning and they're doing it without Paul George. I mean they have Kawhi but they have Montrezl Harrell, Lou Williams. They still got a solid team. And the Rockets obviously have been really up and down and they're, they're looking like the Rockets in their second year with, with Harden and Dwight. And that's when they finished 41-41. and 41. They're just so up and down and they fired their defensive staff for one thing, and they can't play defense with a lick. I mean, they got destroyed by the Heat. I mean, the Heat ran a clinic on them. But right now, the teams for me to stand in the West obviously you got the Jazz because Jazz play defense; they're obviously going to do well. Um, you, you got Portland, you got Denver. You're going to have those guys. Dallas is a hell of a team right now. They show one Friday. But, of course, they played against LeBron, and it was a big game, and, of course, they let pretty much the Lakers do what they wanted with the, with the Mavericks. And, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm I'm feeling a little petty because I had a money line bet on the Mavericks, and I figured it you know, I felt the Lakers roster couldn't touch theirs, and they still can't. So, uh, yeah, I'm feeling a little petty that, uh, you know, them a rigged that game so LeBron can win it. Oh, I'm sorry, Lakers. I shouldn't say LeBron. Yeah, so I'm, I'm feeling a little petty about that that, you know, what happened there. And the East right now. You got your usual suspects. You got Philadelphia who's un- unbeaten right now. You got Miami five and one. Boston four and one. Milwaukee four and two. Toronto is surprising four and two, even though without Leonard. Miami's been the big surprise. They're five and one and they're looking really good. I mean, they're playing really good basketball. And top of that, they got Jimmy but Jimmy Butler back. So I think the East got some excitement. And obviously, you know the West has its usual. It's I mean, the West is going to be wide open mainly because stuff is, not, you know, you know, pretty much the Warriors are are taking a step back this year. Obviously, I think the Clippers are the inside track. People love the Lakers, but I just don't see the Lakers winning that con- winning that winning that conference. They may be another player two away from winning it right now. But anyways, guys. Um, I close it up here. The close out obviously. Pitt, um, Pitts Hockey Club got hockey jerseys. So check out their Twitter account. I know it's about it's been plastered all over. Go get yourself a pit hockey jersey. They're a hundred bucks. You know, you you have to mail, you know, obviously you have to mail in your order, but it's hundred bucks. So get yourself a jersey for the uh for the hockey season. Cause obviously it's it is hockey season and if you're playing street hockey or whatever, nice thing to wear. Or I mean unless you, you want know, to go to a payload game and wear a pitcher, so you can do that as well. Do what you want. All right guys, I'm out of here. Hell to Pit. Talk to you later.